Hello and welcome to Think Fit Be Fit podcast. My name is Jennifer Schwartz. I'm the hostess and creator of this podcast where we are dedicated to effective thinking for potent exercise. This podcast is the intersection of exercise mechanics, movement expertise, and critical thinking. The goal of these conversations is to help you connect deeper with your exercise in an intellectual way. We encourage you to join us on the newsletter at thinkfitbefitpodcast.com where we will dive deeper with videos, how to, and what's going on behind the scenes, what we're learning and how we're moving. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at thinkfitbefit underscore podcast, where we are sharing clips, tips, quotes, and live feeds on, again, diving deeper with exercise and connecting on an intellectual level. Today's episode is about biofield tuning and energy work with physical therapy. This isn't a well-known practice. So I brought in a local colleague to share her experience on how this works, what it is, and why she thinks it's a necessity for true physical healing. So if you are curious about a way to help your physical therapy process work in general or work better, this will be a good episode uh, for you to learn something outside of the normal toolbox of physical therapist. If you are someone who is motivated to stay injury-free and know that it requires a full body and mind approach, this episode will actually give you practical knowledge on how to do that. If you are a physical therapist or any type of therapist or a new trainer, this episode will give you some behind the scenes about what Corey has, how she has incorporated this type of energy work into her physical therapy practice. So today's guest is from my local network in Alexandria, Virginia, and that is Corey Rigel. She is a doctor of physical therapy and works with one-to-one physical therapy in Alexandria. That's one spelled out, two, one spelled out, so it's one-to-one physicaltherapy.com. She graduated from the University of Delaware and was a four-year member of the Women's Division I volleyball team. Go Blue Hens! It was during her time spent around injured athletes, healthy athletes, and the physical therapy clinic where her passion grew. And she eventually went to the physical therapy program at Newman University, and she has experience in rehab across the spectrum of the healthcare, ranging from acute to outpatient services. She has had um, a lot of 
interesting. She had an interesting experience in Peru where she learned about natural medicinal plants and various uh, various approaches to healthcare outside of the, you know, physical therapy as we know it. And she, this is what really pushed her to become focused in natural healing. And so she was uh, orthopedic sports physical therapy um, professional before moving into a more holistic approach. And I am so excited for you guys to meet her. She has an incredible passion for her physical therapy work. And I'm so glad that I sat down with her to get to know it because her energy is so just pure and um she's so generous and open um so in this episode you'll learn about all of that and her additional certifications but again if you want to meet her in uh, the telehealth world or in person in alexandria she is at one-to-one physical therapy so this is the second guest we've had from this particular clinic if you remember back in May, I hosted her colleague, Noel Economico <laughs> and Economo, Economo. See, I always mess up her name. And uh, that was on posture, breathing, and the diaphragm, which turns out is a completely forgotten muscle when it comes to a lot of pain ailments. So that episode's really popular. I'm also linking to that in the show notes as well as some interesting links about our subject today, which is biofield tuning and energy work in physical therapy. So what you'll hear in today's episode is Corey's personal experience as an athlete, as a traveler in Peru, all the way to being a integrative physical therapist. We talk about your biofield magnetic energy and PT. We discuss mindfulness and internal performance, so tuning into your body. We discuss how biofield tuning can turn on your inner compass and help your body heal from injuries and pain. We go to muscle adhesions and what integrative PT does with that, how the body gives you feedback through sound, a bigger picture of muscle imbalances. And this is, I think, a big theme throughout the whole episode. We discuss a practice called grounding and how it can help your whole health. And we even touch on stress and pain during COVID. I highly recommend that you listen to this and check out the biofield tuning sessions that are done virtually in a group that Corey hosts on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I prefer the Wednesday morning and uh, tuning. So what we do is we sit in and listen to the tuning forks and allow the tuning forks to give us feedback on where our energy is stuck. And when you are able to focus and tune into this, you can receive a higher frequency of energy that will support you throughout your day. 
And I truly believe in this type of work because I truly believe that we are electrical in our just so much of our foundation of how we operate. Like our heart is electrical, our brain is electrical, our nerves, our muscles. The list goes on and on about our sophisticated system and how it's electrical and integrates everything through electrical signals. So it makes perfect sense to me that we need to take care of this system. I have one really interesting way to think about energy work and your physical health and your fitness. And that is events and things happen in the energy body before the physical body. I keep coming back to that thought and what it means to tune into that matrix and how it can help improve your body. And what I have been pondering is that it really can help everything because again, our body is electrical and energy based. So I just can't speak more highly of taking on a practice of tuning in and grounding and understanding how energy is moving around in your body. This to me is an empowering practice to connect to your inner power, your inner wisdom. And when it comes to fitness, that is going to allow you to not add to your stress as far as exercise is concerned. When your energy is clear and you're exercising, you have a better connection to what you're doing. And this will pay dividends in the outcomes of your exercise, in the metabolics, in the way that your body um, produces certain chemicals that increase antioxidants in your body and, and it just improves all the chemical pieces of exercise when you're tuned into the right right frequency. It's not just the right things. It's the right frequencies, guys. And you'll just have to come along for the ride and learn all about it from Corey's experience through this podcast, through the links in the show notes. There's some really cool stuff in there. And of course, attend a class. It's $25. And with all that stuff that I just basically promised you from energy work, which is sounds totally crazy, you can experience a, a hint of that for $25. Um, improving all of your exercise through sitting down, meditating for $25. Okay, yeah, give it a try. Why not? <laughs> Before we go on to the announcements, I, I'm sorry, to the podcast, I have a few announcements please join us for a webinar on upgrading your home exercise. Our goal with this free webinar is to give you tactics and strategies on improving the quality of exercise at home. This is with bands and body weight and really not much else. I actually will, we will use a bath towel. (laughs) So really no cost 
equipment additions to what you already have. And these are strategies from physics, exercise mechanics, and having a ton of experience in this type of minimal list exercise. I really look forward to seeing you there. Please sign up at impactyourfitness.net and you will also receive um, some other freebies that I've put together over the years on hamstring tightness and different exercise uh, approaches to working out without pain. So impactyourfitness.net. Our second announcement is our new live feed events. Uh, We are hosting them on couple Fridays a month where we are having a virtual happy hour through Instagram live and helping our listeners connect deeper and learn more about the subjects we are talking about. We had our first one on August 7th with Melanie of Soul Fit uh, Adventures and Webwell Company. She wrote a wonderful book, Mother Nature's Gym, and how to facilitate retreats for clients. Uh, so it's for the fit pros out there that really want an additional revenue stream and a way to step up into roles of um, providing safe exercise that is aligned with nature and aligned with getting health benefits of nature. Obviously, I highly recommend this book and all of our content. So please check that out in the show notes as well, or you can see it on my Instagram channel, which is Jennifer underscore Simone underscore Schwartz. I recently changed my Instagram handle to from Impact Your Fitness. And yeah, so that's that. That's a second big announcement. So without further ado, here is Corey Regal and myself discussing the energetics, um, the energetic healing in physical therapy. I'm so excited to hear from you guys and what you have been learning. Please leave us a you know, a review on iTunes and let us know what you're learning and, uh, send us a message. We want to know, we want to know your questions. We want to know your curiosities. I love hearing from y'all. Uh, so you can do that on Instagram at thinkfitbefit underscore podcast and, or you can sign up for the newsletter and just hit reply and I'm all, I'm all ears. Anyways, have a wonderful week. I want to know where the bio field tuning and the energetic work collided for you in physical therapy. Sure. That's a great question. Um, and I think that it is continuing to develop within me. I'm still learning. I'm always going to be a learner. Um, so the connection of the energetic world and the physical world almost has no end or beginning. They are so interconnected. And as I learn more, I'm finding how they're so interconnected and starting to appreciate that. When I really brought this into my practice was when I was introduced to it at my new job at one-to-one physical therapy. Mm. Um, I am a traditionally trained doctor of physical therapy. I went to Newman University for that degree and initially started working as a typical physical therapist in a sports med, really busy clinic. And I was seeing two to three people an hour. 
um, and, and providing the care that I could best provide at that time in a clinic. I actually ended up being the only clinician in the clinic at the time mm-hmm. coming out of PT school, which is mm-hmm. quite intense uh, role to take on right away. And after working there for about a year and a half, I was not incorporating the energetic side and didn't know to. Uh, I wasn't exposed to it. And I could feel that my treatment was missing something. There was a component of healing that was not happening. And it was a component within myself that wasn't happening as well. And I was feeling that my own health, my body was breaking down, my mind was breaking down. I was I was in a tough place uh, there for a little while. And I reached out actually to Heather directly looking for one-on-one care for myself. And oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was on her website and actually found that there was a job opening, but there was no date associated. So I, w- I you know, t- took that leap and reached out and was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to just get treatment from you or guidance from you, whatever this might be, um, and ended up, you know, here I am a little over a year later working there and having developed this, you know, huge alternate perspective mm. of the body and uh, that subtle energy field that really plays a large role in healing. Yeah. Well, a I, I can't imagine there's like a huge Facebook group of, of spiritual physical therapy <laughs> yes. Yeah, there, it, it is interesting um, to to collide the two worlds. Yeah. It, it is not common. And I do believe that that is one of the most beautiful things. And I feel so grateful to work where I work because we are that integration. That is where you find the, the subtle energy body mixing with the physical body and meeting people where they are with what they're what they're ready for on mm-hmm. on the health perspective. Like what can their body handle? on detox or what can it put into the system that can help help promote mm-hmm. healing or you know that psycho-emotional spiritual side you know there there are all these levels of of health and wellness so incorporating all of them is something that we do within the practice and biofield tuning is is one of those techniques in our toolbox that we utilize to help the integration component yeah i yeah i love it i think it's such a big missing piece in our philosophy of body, mind, health. And, you know, it just wasn't even 20 years ago that people wouldn't acknowledge that chronic fatigue had anything to do with stress, except (laughs) correlating to smoking cigarettes. And now here we are. I've taken biofield um, sessions from you on Zoom. Like, how crazy is that? It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you talk a little bit about, I guess, Heather's work and how she kind of set up the clinic for someone like you and Noelle to thrive? And um, maybe what, if have you been able to bring your own special ingredients to what she's brought to the, I don't know, to the location in Alexandria? So we're talking about one-to-one physical therapy in Alexandria. (laughs) Yeah. So Heather has created this baby of hers. You know, this company is, is truly from her heart and I don't want to take too much away from her story, but I believe that 
her perspective was similar to mine in that mm. she was also working in a busy clinic and not providing the care that she thought was right. Um, it was, you know, very much guided by the insurance and um, she didn't feel as though she was able to give the treatment that she wanted to. And I think that's where she kind of decided to go off on her own. And it's taken many years to get to now where we are uh, mm-hmm. with, with scaling a company like that. She's done a phenomenal job steering a large boat in that perspective. I am still learning, mm-hmm. I guess, what I am bringing to my treatment and, and, and the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's always going to grow and develop as I learn about myself. But I think one of the biggest pieces that I love and appreciate about Heather and the company is that we also are working on integrating it for ourselves. So as we are, you know, guiding our patients and clients, we're also still learning and growing. And, you know, we're never going to master the system. Conscious personal mastery is... Mm, That's... It's tough. (laughs) It's the journey I'm choosing, you know. I don't want to be that person that is, has a hammer for every problem. You know, I want a tool belt that can help a certain person if they have the right mindset. And, you know, being in, being in a wellness practice and having, um, you know, I have a very narrow field, a very narrow specialty, and which is ma- helping the muscle system be more efficient. And it's a very practical thing, but it's also a little weird. (laughs) And I see how energy plays out in some of my clients, not some, many of my clients, athletic to the woman who just wants to ride a bike again in 10 years, you know, for the first time in 10 years. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I, I definitely see that as a wonderful thing, you know, being a, being a learner and being dedicated to doing the work yourself, like as you just said, there's a lot in, in from what I can tell anecdotally in the physical therapy world that they see the patient has a physical problem and then there's a physical solution. And that to me is the same as the hammer as being your only tool. Um, <laughs> I'm not hiring that carpenter, you know, but um, <laughs> like he, so I, I think, um, you know, when we talk about the physical body and a physical solution, you have a potentially people coming in with physical problems, so they say, and then your job is to open up a book and show them that there is a whole other chapter to their physical problem. Sure. Uh, what is the, do you remember the first time you had an aha moment with a patient? I guess we should back up and actually talk more about what it is. And yeah, so biofield tuning in general uh-huh. is a sound and energy treatment. Mm-hmm. And it essentially is clearing congestion and static from your biofield. So we all have a biofield, every living thing has a biofield. The human biofield typically extends five to six feet out to the sides in all directions and three feet up above your head and below your feet. And it is a toroidal shape, so almost like a donut. Your body is that central channel and your field extends out in all directions around you. 
And one of the beautiful things about the biofield is that it's a very intelligent structure. So it stores information, experiences, memories, emotions, thoughts in all the areas around you within your field. And the other really cool thing is that it's chronological. So the outermost edge of your field is going to be your infancy and right those first years after birth. And then as you get closer and closer to the body, that's getting closer and closer to present moment now. Mm. And essentially, biofield tuning is used to keep you in tune. Just like a musical instrument, the human body can get out of tune. Mm. And when when the human body is out of tune, that's when we see manifestations of pain, stress, irritability, sleep disturbances. The list can go on and on with the issues that can pop up inside the body, physically, mentally, emotionally, energetically. So the great thing about biofit tuning is that you use different tuning forks and you find those areas within the field that are static or congestion. And those areas are created by stress or exposure to toxins, injuries, accidents, traumas, whether they're physical, mental, or emotional. And when you have those really tough sensations, even emotions, like hard emotions to feel, anger, hatred, shame, guilt, sadness, loss, grief, all of, all of those emotions run through our bodies as waveforms. Mm. But if they're not appropriately processed and we don't release them from us, that's when they get stored as incoherent static within our biofield. Mm. And when we allow those areas to continue to accumulate and we don't really listen in and, mm-hmm. and learn and, and kind of a- allow those areas to be released from the body, mm-hmm. that's when they really accumulate and they cause congestion and they cause a lot of stagnation of that energy flow. And when that's in the field, that's translated into the cells of our body. So that's when you're going to see somebody who maybe doesn't want to move on to the right hip. Maybe they don't know where their left leg is in space. Uh, those compensatory movement patterns potentially from that started from an injury mm-hmm. um, that, you know, with those physical modalities, maybe are not this injury is not moving anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a stuck still because there's still stagnant, stuck energy in the field. Yes. That's, that's I mean, I, that's when I refer to you guys. When I, when, I mean, I can see it, you know. It's pretty well established that if there is pain at a site, there is no guarantee of actual tissue damage. And that is probably still going to be controversial for a lot of people for a while, but this generation of uh, movers, exercise intellectuals, the people we're talking to, I think might have a clue that that's not the case. Um, sorry if I disrupt interrupted you, but I just I had to I had to give you a distanced high five from there <laughs> from that one. <laughs> um, sorry, what? Uh, did um, any aha moments with your when you were new to the practice? Sure. 
I actually get aha moments every day. Uh. Anytime I really have a biofiltering <laughs> session, it, there is some component of an aha because uh. there's some component of movement of energy that when there is no longer that stuck stagnant pattern that that waveform when you release that and it can move through the body there's movement of thought there's movement of emotion there's there's physical movement and the aha moments come when the person on the table becomes in tune and then realizes what that was in the field, whether they knew what it, that it was there or what it was or not, but it being lighter within their bodies. The, you know, I love working with a person who is skeptical to energy work. It's amazing because they, even they walk away feeling something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, it's, it's, it's really an interesting treatment because you can be as open or aware as you want or as involved as you want. So if you want to just feel good and keep the energy moving, you know, there are techniques just to kind of clear the field. That doesn't really make you listen and process and, and think about that or feel what what was caught within oh. the field. Or you could be very involved and 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 use biofield tuning as a tool, you know, along your journey of that conscious personal mastery. Mm. You know, what what is in my field? If that waveform continued to sit off my left shoulder, you know, what is held then off the left shoulder within the field? And and what what patterns do I then make within my life, whether they're movement patterns, thought patterns that might be closed-minded or negative, self-talk, mm-hmm. or those emotional patterns that just keep popping up? You know, the person who's just like, yeah, I have a couple of weeks and then I'm just so fatigued, I can't do anything for a month, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm back to it for a little bit and it's that 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 movement. So it is a really interesting tool to use because the aha moments really come to the ones that are really open for it. The, mm. And, uh, you know, I, and, and they're all on the, on the table every day. Mm. Every time that there's a session with somebody, there's an aha moment. I mean, I had a, a young guy, 34, fitness, physical jobs as his career now, and has had a lot of loss in his life and has a lot of frustration and disappointment. And he just had a really bad low back injury. And we did some physical modality work. We did some breath work and some repositioning work. But we also utilized the biofield tuning. And he sat up and he was like, I felt exactly what you were, what was going on within my field. I felt frustration and disappointment with this. I can feel that that is associated with the healing component of the Mm. back injury you know and there's always you know what came first was it the back injury and then causing the stress in the field or was it in the field that caused potentially the vulnerability within the tissues so you know there there are questions there too but the aha moments as small as they might be I I, it is whatever level of somebody when they when they have an awareness Mm -hmm. to their physical body, their emotional body, their mental body. It's, it's a beautiful thing. So it is an aha on multiple levels like that. I, it it sounds like that you can use it just alone as a mindfulness tool, get people to check in internally and potentially have a more objective approach to what does my body feel? Yes. And how is it manifesting? 
So that, yeah, that's wonderful. And listening to your body and mm-hmm. what that means. You know, what does it mean to listen in? And what does it mean to be grounded? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think grounded is a really big buzzword thrown around these days. And there are, are components of grounding that we could talk about scientifically with your bare feet on, on the earth. But also uh, the sense of grounding is being able to actually sense all five of your senses in a still moment. When you, when you close your eyes and, and you, you listen in, you know, what do you hear? Is it noisy inside? Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of static and congestion within, within your body, within your mind, within that moment? You know, and it's, it's interesting, the person who doesn't want to listen in, the person who continues to be busy throughout the day, the go, 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 mm-hmm. I don't have time to rest you know, person, because sometimes when you tune in and you listen in, there's tough stuff in, in yeah, there. Sure. <laughs> there's yeah. tough stuff within the field. So it, it is also challenging to listen in. Mm. So, um, but, but being grounded and, and being able to, to sense yourself internally, we have so much, we can gain so much knowledge mm-hmm. by just feeling what it feels like to listen to yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that's a game changer. For, that could be a game changer for a lot of people, and that's yeah. a hard thing to even realize. You know, I myself am was an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Division One volleyball at Delaware, and I was in that go go go. Mm. Phase. I mean, whew, it was tough. You know, you're you're conditioning, you're lifting, you're getting extra reps in. You're going to a two three hour practice. You know, mm. definitely over the NCAA twenty five hour twenty five hour rule. You know, <laughs> watching film and and just you know driving down that path. And <laughs> in job, my, yeah. it, what'd you say? I said that's a job. Twenty five hours. You know, and then yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I personally wasn't listening to myself then. And I had plenty of injuries pop up that I still am learning about those injuries today. And as I go through this process of learning and, and clearing my own field, there are things that I have been really surprised that have come up. I've had, you know, some significant emotional releases, or just kind of laying there feeling just like, wow, I needed to just feel a little bit lighter there. You know, it's that, it's finally completing a task, you know, when it's like, oh, I have the weight lifted off my shoulders. You know, that's what biofield tuning does. It takes that heaviness, that, mm. ugh, that mm-hmm. swamp feeling that just like loads you down and weighs you. Mm-hmm. And it says, whoa, 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 let's, let's clear a little bit of this from you because we don't have to carry everything that we have experienced. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Just hearing that, I'm like, oh. No, we don't. Yeah. We can not worry about the the tragedy that's happening tomorrow that didn't happen yet and the the previous, you know, fumbles and whatever got you here, you know, you can just worry about the present. Yes. Not carrying all that stuff. That's nice. Yes. You said a few really interesting things. Um, One... You mentioned the word static a few times, mm. so, uh, so I wanted to kind of dig into that. Uh, grounding is an interesting, I think that could be an interesting question to take on, but can we talk about like the physics of this thing? Sure. Yeah. Um, how, okay, so when we talk about tuning and um, you mentioned the 
this the spherical kind of nature of our aura, our our field, right? Is is aura and field used interchangeably? Use what yeah. word resonates with you. <laughs> um, so if we talk about the field and it having the shape, so and the tuning forks is what you're using to find the disruptions in the field, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, so. I, you know, I'm thinking of, uh, yeah, so go ahead and talk. Yeah, sure. let me know what the what the the basic 101 client needs to know and then maybe a little bit more. Sure. <laughs> so as I mentioned a little bit, uh-huh. the field holds information, memories, experience, thoughts, everything. Everything that you have ever experienced within your life is held somewhere within your field. Whoa. So the good emotions that we feel the love, the gratitude, the peace, the joy, those create really beautiful, coherent waveforms. So that's like the good vibes, right? Mm -hmm. That's that person that's walking around like, oh, light as a feather, feeling good. Yeah, and like something you would carry from childhood maybe, like a that good feeling of love and, you know, if you had that. Absolutely. Yeah. If you were raised in that supported environment, your body would not be exposed to the fear, the, the stress response within the body. So taking that example, let's say somebody had a traumatic birth. Mm. You can find that within the field mm-hmm. at the outer edge. And that waveform, you know, so, so when that baby experienced that traumatic birth, whatever it might be, that's a, a redlining to the, 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 the system, right? That's a shock to your stress response, right? That's mm-hmm. a shock to your body. That track is going to get laid down really early on in that biofield, right? So as that person moves through their life, well, then when maybe they're triggered by a fear or that same similar stress response, you better believe their body is going to react at that red line mm-hmm. sensation mm-hmm. if that wasn't appropriately processed. Mm-hmm. So what you do within the field is you use tuning forks, and there are plenty of different frequencies, so we can utilize many different ones. Um, Typically, we utilize one large tuning fork because it allows you to hear the overtones and the undertones and really appreciate the sound that it creates when the tuning fork hits that incoherent waveform. So when we have those tough emotions like anger, hatred, when we when we have those that pain sensation, right, that's those they it sends a waveform that's not nice and coherent in the field. It's staticky and it's noisy and it doesn't sound good. Mm -hmm. So when you use a tuning fork in the biofield and you're combing through the field, the tuning fork will hit that area Mm-hmm. And it will sound different. Mm-hmm. And the tone will change. Yeah. And y- I can hear it as a practitioner. The person on the table or the person listening in via distance can hear it. Mm-hmm. And you sit with that waveform. And that waveform is almost entrained by the tuning fork that's supplying that, that coherent, steady sound, that wave, right? Mm-hmm. So, so this static wave then starts to, oh, your body listens and it says, oh, that does not sound good. Mm. And it starts to unlock what was Mm -hmm. in that waveform. And that energy that was once being sucked from you and being put into that waveform Mm -hmm. is now able to become back into the body. We're able to move that through your field, bringing that energy back into you so that it's not sitting off in your field 
wreaking havoc on your physical, mental, emotional body, but it's now within your system flowing and actually, you know, promoting your health and your wellness. Mm. So essentially, you're taking the fork in the field, finding those areas of congestion and, and static and resistance, and you're just allowing the body to listen. And the beautiful thing is, is that this is, it's not a talk therapy session. You know, we're not here to dive into the roots of that. Mm. We're simply allowing the body to listen and recalibrate itself to its original factory setting, you know, mm. to the blueprint that it should work at. You know, we're, we're not meant to have congestion surrounding us. It's yeah. distortion, yeah. right? So when we clear our distortion, we have clarity within our ability to perceive things mm. a little bit more naturally. I It made me think of mm, that this might be a hack into... A healing environment. Sure. Yeah. Like, so if you were trying to do a physical modality without, um, with someone in pain, you know, like without having tuned in or having them tuned, then you're forcing it in a way. Yeah, that that could that could even contribute to the field a little bit, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of times people don't even realize that there is congestion within the field. And you do a tuning and they're like, oh, that's exactly what I needed. Like, wow, who knew I was holding on to that? Yeah, you know, Um, and, you know, we're a sounding board. So sometimes sometimes people do release and they want to talk and we're here to just, you know, I'm a backdrop for you if you need to let that out of your system. Other times to help the energy move is is really breath and and sound yourself. Mm. You know, when we think about being in tune like a musical instrument, that's a a frequency. You know, every organ, tissue, every component of your body is meant to work and resonate at a certain frequency. That's health, that's wellness, right? So Mm -hmm. if everything is resonating as it should... That's beautiful. That's that's a radiant, healthy body, right? Mm-hmm. And um, when we when we're out of tune and mm-hmm. we have these areas, yeah, when you're trying to do a physical movement and you, it's almost like hitting the wrong key. It's like, oh, that still doesn't feel right. I can't move there yet because mm-hmm. I don't know where I am. I I'm not tuned in. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the left side of my leg is. You know, where is my arm mm-hmm. in this movement? You know, and it's mm-hmm. feeling those muscles. And when you train somebody to do all the the fine motor control that you're mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. you know, I've tuned somebody and they sat up and they could feel their left ab for the mm-hmm. first time in probably over 25 years. They could yeah. breathe a different way because it's releasing it out of your field but your field is interconnected and and you know permeates your physical tissues and your body that Mm -hmm. way so when you clear the field you're also clearing within the physical body there as well yeah I I think it would be interesting to paint that picture of what it might what what it might feel like to have a lack of sensation of your body Right. Because when you say I felt my left ab for the first time, you know, where did that person come from? Is this like a, a woman who had, you know, a couple pregnancies and maybe some trauma in there and she loses touch with her body? Um, is it 
you know, a soccer player who might literally have numbness from a, a surgery or any surgery where that scarring is, like if there's numbness. What, can you talk about that a little bit more? I'm curious. Sure. Yeah, I love those examples. Those, yeah. those are great ones uh, and absolutely true. But yeah. the other one is the typical person who goes about their day that has those unconscious moments that is just on this autopilot, mm-hmm. zooming through their life, waiting for the break to come, waiting for like, oh, that week vacation that they needed. You know what I mean? That 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 driven person who is not taking a moment to appreciate their breath pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the person who does not know how to sit on the couch and relax for a moment, the person who is yeah. go, 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 or the person who's like, oh, I'm so tired, and then I lay down and I can't sleep still. You know, that that person, they're not trying to tune in, so they don't even know that there, there are parts of their body that are unfamiliar to them mm-hmm. until you wake them up. Yeah. And... I mean, we, we wake things up every day during sessions uh, where we, where we are. And, and, you know, that's why we utilize the, you know, I'm a physical therapist. Mm -hmm. So the, the physical body then comes into play where, okay, I've cleared this out of your left leg. Mm -hmm. Now let's find your leg again and let's ground through that leg Mm -hmm. and appreciate when you stand up and you're walking, that you have the leg there. Mm-hmm. You know, we we just kind of take for granted, I guess, a, a lot of the things that we do on a day to day basis. We put those blinders on that we because it's hard to to sit inside your body sometimes. Yeah, I would add the person who um, dilutes exercise or puts it in a, a one dimensional space of just counting reps just adding weight. I I'm here to show people that there is more of than a physical part of being physically fit. That you know, weights, weight training and whatnot doesn't have to be just for battle or psychological warfare against yourself. Yep. Um, it is here, it can literally ground you. I mean it does for me. I have a very I have a good pattern of being ungrounded and very like, yeah, like right out in the clouds. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I have a very dedicated practice of doing spiritual grounding work. And I find that weights can do that too. Anyways, tangent. Um, The, the point is, I think there's a lot of examples of like, like this in our, especially the pre COVID way of doing life. Uh, I'm, hopeful that people are starting to wake up to that life being really truly unsustainable in so many ways and maybe the amazon burning was just like a warning (laughs) of of you know get get it together humans like this isn't acceptable (laughs) um you know interaction because you're not connected you're stuck in the busyness and stuck in the to-dos and um Hopefully stuck on my podcast, but, um, <laughs> you know, the, the point of it is to show the universality of I'm healthy so you can get healthy. Like there's there's more to it than your own personal creed of taking care of your family. It is showing up to be your best and uh, so grateful to be here at this time, even though it seems like a complete disaster. Anyways, <laughs> just to jump onto the the covid uh-huh. uh, it has been interesting i mean the yeah. the pain has has definitely skyrocketed the the stress you know and we're oh, seeing yeah. that and 
you know, as people are stuck inside their homes together, yeah. their energy fields are colliding. Yeah, and, so the one's closer, oh, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh-huh. you're, and you and I am seeing it in all my patients and yeah. clients, you know, even my friends. You can tell, like, it's just this stuck and you can't get away with, from it because we used to be able to, all right, let me get outside, let me go. Either you ground it appropriately or you're, all right, let me go just be busy outside doing whatever, shopping, going out, doing whatever you might do to just stay out mm. of your own body. But now COVID has said, okay, stay inside. And now it's like, ooh, I don't have as much space in here. And now it's people are going inside themselves a little mm. bit more and realizing that, oof, maybe I am carrying around some stuff that isn't so great. Yeah. And, um, you know, this would be a great technique to do for, for families, you know. And the cool thing about biofilm tuning is it does not have to be a, an individual session. Mm-hmm. Group tunings um, are a thing that ha- – we do group tunings twice a week at our, at our clinic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's cool that you do a group session. And, and each person is, you know, listening individually wherever they might be listening from. And, you know, it, it's really just clearing, clearing your field. So for families, this would be a great thing to do for them. That's cool. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, that just reminded me, I've, I kind of want to get back to that um, because it's, it, it worked. You know, I, I felt the, I felt the shift when we did that, um, I think a couple months ago. It's just flying by now. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, here's a specific question. I do want to talk about grounding. Sure. Do you think that would that yeah. Does this does the tuning fork find excess heat and inflammation? So you can you can argue that the excess heat and inflammation that's in the body is causing some of the restrictions within the field, right? Mm-hmm. So you can appreciate that the system goes both ways, that from outside in you're working or from inside out you're working. So mm. absolutely, when there's heat and inflammation, there's most likely pain, most, you know, yeah. potentially tissue breakdown, but stagnant, not moving energy there, right? So mm. um, you will, you could absolutely feel that within the field. And, you know, they, they've done research, you know, BioWell has um, a great program that you can see that, you know, the heat does change within the body after a tuning, that it is less mm. inflammation yeah. in the body. I mean, this is great. I just tuned a, um, a woman the other day and her blood pressure dropped at least 30 points. So it's just like, wow, well, you know, it really has potential Mm -hmm. you know that's limitless (laughs) yeah that's cool oh yeah I uh, was talking to a friend today and she said oh she was gonna do some certification with BioWell and cool um so just shown that website today for the first time (laughs) um okay so do your patients believe that you're doing magic (laughs) what a great question (laughs) Oh, this can dive into so many different (laughs) holes. Um, So, no, I have not had a patient directly ask me, are you doing magic on me? Are you a sorcerer? (laughs) Right. Um, So I think that that comes with education Uh about how the science works. Yeah. Because for some people, it can be very scary. You know, Mm -hmm. they, they are not understanding because you cannot see it. You cannot feel it. When it's when you're not doing the work right mm-hmm. around you, you you're not seeing your field, you're not seeing those congestions. So 
it can absolutely be something that seems magical mm -hmm. to people mm -hmm. because of the profound effects that it has yeah. afterwards. Mm -hmm. I have people ask the the method, you know, and how it works, and then you just describe the science, and, mm -hmm. you, and you talk about frequencies, and you talk about resonance, mm -hmm. and you talk about, you know, that, how you know, what resonance really means within the body, and that mm -hmm. each organ should resonate and vibrate at a certain frequency. So when you dive down into the science, the, the woo-woo components of it mm -hmm. fall away because it makes sense, because it is real, um, because, you know, there are, there's, you know, I mean, we do it every day. And yeah. there's so much evidence and research behind it that really is so supportive that a lot of people just, you know, don't have access to. Yeah. Well, I have access to it, and I didn't bother reading it because it was, like, too much. And it's a lot. And yeah. it's hard to understand. And, <laughs> and you know, even for me, I'm like, okay, yeah, wait, hold on. Let me let me make sure that I got this. Yeah. Okay, wait. Okay, now I do, you know. And, um, you know, appreciating that there will always be more to learn, you know, as our science and um, the devices that we use to measure things mm -hmm. broadens. And mm -hmm. as we can develop that research, you know, we're finding more and more that we didn't know, you mm -hmm. know. So it's, it's interesting to um, – to allow yourself to be open that there are things that you don't know that you don't know. Mm -hmm. And um, when we find, you know, such a limited, narrow spectrum of being the person who's, nope, three three sets of ten reps here yeah. of this glute, you know, yeah. it's you're closing yourself off to a lot of potential of, of – of growth, of healing, um, and of, of really tuning into yourself that that is a really fun process. Yes. Mm. Is it challenging? Is it is it hard to feel some of those tough things that are stuck in the field? Yes. But from my perspective and how I feel now, having some of my stuff cleared, oh, I'm happy that I'm not carrying it. Yeah. You know, I feel a lot better now. I can appreciate and have more awareness of my triggers now. So it's a mirror. You're, you know, I'm able to reflect a little bit better and, and tune into myself quicker and easier mm -hmm. the more that that instrument becomes in tune. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I got off topic. Sorry. No, I was thinking, <laughs> no, I was thinking um, Heather's, I think she's done a good amount of footwork in putting together the science in one spot, right? If I'm not mistaken. Like she... Doesn't she have documented work on biofield tuning? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's plenty of research uh, about biofield tuning, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it doesn't end there. I mean, frequencies are used everywhere in healing, you know, mm -hmm. and there's so much evidence that proves that, you know, frequency work is 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 really amazing yeah. for healing potential. So when we say frequency healing, is that acupuncture too? Acupuncture or? is a component of it, sure, yeah. you know, and and um not even there, but also just the frequency of your own voice. You know, there mm. are you know, thoughts that if you are unable to produce a certain frequency, you're mm. unable to perceive a certain frequency. So mm. it's almost, you know, like you're cutting yourself off to that frequency in total, you know, wow. without realizing it. Yeah. Yes, yes, the undercurrent of your decisions, yes. Uh, and then when you say resonance, resonance, is that in reference to um, like a measurement? 
like frequencies yeah, resonating yeah. at a certain vibration, a mm-hmm. certain frequency. You know, every organ, every component of the body is meant to work at a certain frequency. So when it's out of tune, when it's not in that frequency, that's when you're seeing like, mm, what's going on with the system? Why mm-hmm. isn't this endocrine? What's going on? You know, maybe your hormones are imbalanced. Maybe you're you're just so stressed all the time. You're not able to regulate your nervous system, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I, so I work with people in a way to help make their nervous system more flexible in a way, because people get very, uh, these movement patterns that I work on, imbalances, muscle weakness, muscle tightness, and the the body's overreacting in in various ways when these patterns are going on and on and getting stronger and what the work that I do muscle activation techniques rx is we're helping the body build a tolerance to the stress of the soft tissues like muscle contractile tendons and the continuum of that and so we're training it with that scope and doing the treatments with that scope. And then that creates all this room for them to work on the emotional piece. It, it, it also creates a big hole for me that I have to and must refer out because it comes to the surface when their muscles stuff and their joint stuff goes away. And then we're left with, okay, where do we go? Who do we talk to? Who's going to help you on that next step? And it works. I mean, I, I see them make the steps and, and elevate their, tra- their training and their healing process at the, with that type of information. Um, where was I going with that? Yeah. And what do they use to measure this in, in the scientific lens? Oh, there's plenty of, of devices. Like thermally? Or um, yeah, gas. Schumann's um, stuff? Schumann's resonance. Oh, I think. what is the name of the device? I was just looking at it actually on the <laughs> way over here. It was um, it's some gas. You're able to measure the gas levels coming off of the body. Um, oh, cool. There are plenty of of devices that okay. can measure it. Um, mm. And I wish that I had a list for okay. it with you. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, there's a lot of of you know evidence out there that does show. Um, I mean, even heart math, you know, has done yeah, great evidence. Math. Yeah. And research concerning coherency and and appreciating that you know resonance is key. Yeah. So fe- being able to measure the coherent energetic body, and yeah, that's ooh, I love it. Um, <laughs> and um, what about? Oh, I have so many interesting questions. Um, is this also called? Is this also called like different names? Sure. I mean, this is sound work, you know, sound, it's sound work, yeah. healing, you know, and, and the specific technique that we are utilizing and talking about is biofield tuning. Okay. Um, but yeah, sound in general is, it's not a new concept to healing. No, quite <laughs> in the opposite. No way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Quite the opposite. Yeah. yeah, it is. This is around for forever. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about grounding because I feel like that is something it's a tangible thing that people can learn, and it's a, something that can be brought into the optimal health practice. 
I tend to stay away from, you know, giving advice or talking to people about their injuries and stuff because they're all different and they all, it's an experience and I can't speak to their experience or one client's experience to another. Um, But I really like thinking about this stuff in the, how can I improve my everyday? And I feel like grounding is one of those things that can do that. And I'm biased because that's something that helped me a lot. So what do you think? Grounding is really the key. You Mm -hmm. know, if you're ungrounded, you can do all the healing that you want, but if you can't sense your body, so true. you know, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and as I said before, grounding has taken on, I think a buzzword, mm-hmm. um, within the, this realm yeah. um, of so, talk now. Yeah. Let's break it down. So, you know, components of grounding scientifically, like when your body is physically touching the earth, right? You are allowing a discharge, right? So we're always feeling we're all we have energy running through our body all the time. I mean, Mm -hmm. your your electrical system, your your nervous system is electric and hormonal, right? So we have electricity, our heart is beating, our brain is gone, right? You can measure those EKG, EEG, right? Like we're electric, (laughs) yeah, Um, as well as other things. Yeah. Um, And, you know, what do we live in? We live in rubber soled shoes, you know, Mm. rubber is a non conductor, Right. Mm-hmm. So as we are walking around, you can go ahead and take that walk outside. I'm not saying that there's, you know, anything wrong with appreciating that nature. But another component of a walk outside is is barefoot. Mm-hmm. Because when you have that connection, the rubber is no longer impeding your ability to discharge into the ground mm-hmm. and allow that energy that isn't in your greatest good to, to move on. It sends it into the earth, right? But when you're wearing a rubber shoe, it's bouncing right off that rubber back into your body. And that plays a role in component of of inflammation and pain and other tissue breakdown. So, you know, there's that component of grounding. But there is also the component of of grounding in, in in yourself, in your senses, you know, we can only perceive through the five senses that we have. Mm -hmm. And even within those five senses, you know, our visual perception is not that of a bumblebee, right? Our hearing Mm -hmm. perception is not that of a dog, right? We all, right? So as a human... and bees sense a completely different world. Completely different world. I got excited and just knocked over a (laughs) bunch of stuff. Um, Yeah, they are, they're a white flower. We see a white rose, they see vibration, literally. Right. That's the coolest. I think it's just like the coolest concept And even, you know, appreciating that color is also vibration. Yeah. So we are still seeing, you know, everything is vibration, Mm. actually. You know, know, even the movement of of my arm that I just raised up in the air, you know, it's inaudible to you, but that created a movement within the wave around my arm here. Mm -hmm. You know, there was still vibration within everything. Um, and grounding in your senses and being able to actually feel all of your senses is a whole different level of grounding within yourself Mm -hmm. that isn't just, you know, I feel grounded, I'm outside, you know, it's I'm inside and Mm. I'm still grounded within here. Mm. And I think that, you know, in our common society now, it is easy to... To kind of, you know, make ourselves busy and and occupy ourselves with many other things that maybe are on the path potentially of grounding, Mm -hmm. but that, you know, also allow it to kind of skip over a step. You know, we try to, 
we try to bury things within ourselves because it's not nice to feel something. So, right. So it's easier to bottle them up, stuff them down. Or maybe you were raised that, you know, it wasn't so great to show that sensation. You know, don't be angry. Oh, that's not good. Right. And it's, Mm -hmm. oh, bottle it up and shove it inside. And, you know, when you ground inside and when you feel your body, those things then have to come out in order to create that space for the new movement pattern, for the new mental, the uh, emotional, energetic pattern to exist. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've had, so my experience with it, um, is that I have been doing some type of spiritual work for a while. I had a very traumatic death uh, with my mother when I was 20. And even before that, we were, you know, kind of on the, the alternative side of lifestyle. <laughs> um, so, you know, meditation was introduced, crystals, yoga, all the things. I, I kind of knew about these things from a very early age and was – dabbling in them in my teens and then I started meditating and I was I felt a lot of potential open up for myself I felt uh, a lot of uh, power and being able to control emotions was very handy in my early 20s (laughs) Um, and then that evolved to I, I, rec- I was receiving Reiki and hypnosis when, like, the regular talk therapy just didn't work. You know, it just – it does, but it really wore off quick um, because we I, – I don't know why, but uh, – Well, the waveform was still in your field. Yes, that's why. Duh. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Retweet. And then I started doing the hypnosis and getting Reiki, and I felt like that was the cherry on top of that work, okay? Then, guess what I kept on doing? More Reiki, more energy work, but never had my own grounding practice. So fast forward, now we're 20, my mother died in 2002. So fast forward, (laughs) I took up a grounding practice only last year, and I have felt so much potential open up, a whole new chapter, literally, opened up for me uh almost in a psychic way like being able to just make stuff happen for my life and my um and and just have a lot more intention and seeing things manifest and open up it really that really kicks like did that for me and maybe psychic isn't the right word to put in there but it it definitely helped me be a more focused and clear and even well-spoken person. Uh, So, yeah. Um, And when it comes to fitness, it, I I think I've always kind of had a grounding practice with fitness and I didn't realize it. Like, I didn't realize that that was part of my intention. I was taking more of a mechanical approach to it, like my feet. I'm working on my feet. (laughs) Um, Not too many people are going to say that. But um, so, yeah, for the fitness, um, I've been able to work more out of my comfort zone because of grounding, because I feel I understand safety better. 
you know, or you on a, feel it better. Yes. You can feel it yes. in yourself, right? Yes. When you're grounded, it's in you, right? Mm-hmm. You can feel that safety. So absolutely, that would allow you to then, what other movement patterns can I have now mm-hmm. because of that feeling inside? Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it, it's been a wonderful wake up call. And, you know, obviously, uh, I know I would have, I would have started it earlier. I, I don't say I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> I would have started it earlier. <laughs> um, uh, did you feel like we missed anything? I think that one of the biggest things for, for the population listening in, mm-hmm. uh, for the f- con- connecting into the, the, the fitness, mm-hmm. you know, when you're clearing from your field, mm-hmm. Your field is connected to your body. Mm-hmm. So when there's congestion in a field, there's congestion in your tissues too. Mm. And when you clear that, you allow those tissues to not have that burden anymore. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I have had plenty of tunings and my body has completely changed. Mm-hmm. I have a new core and a new appreciation for what it actually feels like to have a core. Mm-hmm. I've had I've walked away from biofield tuning sessions feeling like I had a whole layer of f- subcutaneous fat just shed right off my body. <laughs> and I have lost weight mm-hmm. with this work. Mm-hmm. You know, and yes, it is a, a sound treatment, but you mm-hmm. can also use the forks on your physical body too. And that vibration on the tissues does wonders as well. You know, increases nitric oxi- oxide levels, um, really uh firms your skin you know if you're looking to to have less wrinkles well put a tuning fork on your face and start done plumping up your skin (laughs) you know um so just appreciating that even what you were saying about with yoga you Mm -hmm. know frequencies and vibrations if you had a metal plate hooked up to a tone generator and Mm -hmm. sand on top of that plate Different tones and frequencies create different shapes, right? That's cymatics. You can look that up on a YouTube, okay. right? Uh-huh. Um, d- higher frequencies create these m- more intricate, intric- intr- intricate, there you intricate, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> intricate, beautiful shapes. So even like yoga or even other fitness movements, you know, when you're, bo- when you're putting your body in a position, you're putting it into a shape, mm-hmm. you know, appreciate that frequencies on all of these levels, um, you know, you are vibration, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. appreciating that all of those levels, um, it can, it trickles down into, to all the tissues. Yeah. So could you refer that to adhesions as well? Absolutely. I yeah. mean, what is it? And what is an adhesion? It's a block. Yeah, right. I it's mean, I'm still tissue. trying to figure it out. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. it's not really in cadavers, these adhesions, you know. It's hard to find them, and for the ones I've seen anyways. And, yeah, there's so much. I, I, I haven't looked up on the science of adhesions lately, but when I did, you know, there wasn't a real answer. You know, it's, it's same with the core. Like, no, there's no research out there that says this is the core. We all agree, physical therapists, kinesiologists, trainers, right. orthopedic surgeons, that nobody has a, a unified definition of the core. And it's the same, I think it's the same for adhesions, right? So sorry, I get a little contrarian. I just have to get that out. Um, yeah, so have you seen adhesions li- come, leave the, I guess, dismiss themselves? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Through, with, with more energetic work versus the physical 
poking and prodding so, and rolling? you know, we integrate. Yeah. And that's the beauty. Yeah. You know, that's the that's the piece that a lot of people miss mm-hmm. is integration mm-hmm. is needed. You yeah. can't do one and then not do the other. You know, mm-hmm. you can't pretend you're only a physical body. Um, so you can't pretend you're only an energetic body. So mm-hmm. appreciating that, you know, we do both. So, mm-hmm. yes, I have seen physical tissue movement, mm-hmm. but... I also then have somebody do a breathing exercise. I also have somebody do, I also, you know, a neuromuscular movement that, that wakes up that body part um, mm-hmm. and the manual work that we do, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so it is a connection. It's an integration of, of all of the treatments because mm-hmm. that's how we view the body. It has mm-hmm. to be viewed holistically or, yeah. you know, you're just, you have an arm over there and a leg over there and you pretend like those two things don't talk to each mm-hmm. other. Well, when you're doing dynamic movement, you better hope that your body's talking to each other or, you know, you're so disconnected mm-hmm. yeah uh could you use this as like a biofeedback tool absolutely like, so yeah i mean that's say, exactly what yeah. it is you're literally listening to yourself <laughs> you are tuning in mm-hmm. to your own radio station and when the body finds when we find those static areas and congestion in your field it doesn't like what it hears you know Mm. the tone goes sharp or it goes alert or it's dull yeah and those are associated with the emotions that we have and um you know when you listen it it eventually tunes itself because it it doesn't like to hear you know we don't like to carry those things around you don't like to feel angry right Mm -hmm. so um it listens and and recalibrates Mm. yeah i um from just the limited experience I have with the tuning forks, uh, I could definitely hear the difference in the in the pitch uh, or what's coming through. And one of my most profound healing experiences was uh, part uh, was used forks. You know, was using the the, uh, the biofield tuning forks, and it was it was a big. I mean, it was, it was ayahuasca level big type of <laughs> yeah. movement, right? Yeah. And I, like I thought of an analogy when you were talking earlier about what this kind of is, and I was like, oh, it can be an aperol spritz or an ayahuasca trip. I was like, <laughs> how about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm, I might have to get me some of these. And yeah, so you use them on yourself, yes, correct? Yes, yeah, and definitely. you can, you know. Um, the work can be done via distance. Yeah. So, um, so it, and it's really all intention. So yes, mm-hmm. I, I, I do tune myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I put my body on the table, put my biofield right there and I tune it. Um, and you can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. Um, and then I, I love to use the tuning forks on my body. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. It really wakes my, myself up. It has been really beneficial for me to find those muscles that I didn't know that I didn't feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, waking up the body is, you know, that's lymphatic movement. That's cellular health. That's, mm. you know, just allowing your body to, to feel that, that vibration and resonance. Yeah. Um, what days, tell us a little bit more about the group uh, and the virtual stuff that you're doing. Um, and why not the in-person too? Because my clients are going to listen to this. And, you know, part of me doing this podcast is to be able to build trust within this wonderful community of healers that we have in Alexandria, right? So, yeah. 
Yes. So right now we are offering um, group biofill tunings. We have them twice a week. So Wednesday mornings at 8 a.m. and mm-hmm. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. And you just tune in and listen. And I set the intention. I, I'm the one that right now is doing the, the tunings at the clinic. Mm-hmm. And um, I set the intention that, um, you know, we're tuning the priority for the collective. Um but also each each biofield is is also on the table. So each person is truly receiving, mm-hmm. you know, what they needed at a therapeutic dose. So the session that you had was actually a group session, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. that profound, you know, shift for you. Oh, no, no. That one was way before. Oh, okay. That was with Kathleen, actually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but you've experienced oh, yeah. a, I've a experienced group. experienced the big one. Yeah. And, and the group. And yep. the group. And it's still, you know, it's still a personal session. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so. Yeah. No, I could, I remember when you got to the 18, 19 year old space. You know, and then there was a one other spot that I was like, like only six, seven months be- before. I, I, I actually remember that very specifically from just, and that was two months ago. And when you work within those areas in the field, mm-hmm. it brings those things right to your attention. Mm. And the point is not to judge those things. The mm-hmm. point is to allow them to move through your body and ground so that way you are not carrying them anymore. Mm. Um, but yes, back to back to uh, <laughs> the tuning. Um, so yes, we do it twice a week. And then we also, you know, offer different packages. Um, we offer packages of three, packages of five um, to help with, you know, reducing some of the price. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have sessions where we, you know, incorporate all of the work that we do. So mm-hmm. more of like a wellness where you get to experience all of the tools within our toolbox. Like I said, biofill tuning is... Is one of the tools that we use. We also have other frequency modalities, mm-hmm. frequency specific microcurrent. Um, you know. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So so just working. You know, toning yourself. That's frequency work. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we utilize you know, the biofill tuning is is one of the tools within the toolbox that we we like to integrate into our yeah. treatments. Um, what what other special interests do you have as a physical therapist? Oh, that list is endless. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> um, so I have uh, taken a cranial sacral course, and I really appreciated it. Yeah. Um, and wow, has it really changed my perspective? Um, so there's a chance that I will continue down that path. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I am still going down the biofill tuning path and appreciating just sound work there. You know, um, appreciating just toning through your own voice. So. I am at the point where I'm not quite sure if I am ready to jump into a system that has been developed by somebody yet. Mm-hmm. I am now looking at all the systems and appreciating, wow, why do I have to close the door on mm-hmm. all those other ones? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really um, so open to all the – all because when you close off, you know, when you put blinders, that's that's mm-hmm. when you – put blinders and start to go down those rabbit holes and and lose the ability to have all the other healing modalities. Yeah. And that, you know, that's one of my professional goals. Um, I think the MATRX modality is amazing and I will absolutely continue to do that in my practice. But I don't want to be closed off, you know. I really think there's so much in the integrative work that you know you and I do and finding the right formula for and the right person and the right space holder for my clients and you know the people all around the world listening I have um 
I have a client in Paris now because of this podcast. That's great. <laughs> no, it's really That's cool. awesome. And, you know, uh, being able to help him and um, give, you know, give people other perspectives is so important for my, you know, my own sleep, you know, being able to put my head down. So, yeah, I, I love that. Um, yeah, I think, I is there anything we missed? Anything Plenty in your book you missed. feel like you There's, wanna... We could talk for hours <laughs> yeah. about this. I could go on and yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. This is something that I am so passionate about. So, yeah, um, so yeah we could probably continue. <laughs> well, yeah, give me a little list so I can, like, just just perk my ears up a little bit because I what we're doing on the podcast now is um doing live feeds a couple times uh, a month and what else am I doing there's something else oh webinar about once a month so there's room so yeah give me give me give me more topics give me a list yeah I mean the frequency specific <laughs> microcurrent is a pretty cool idea uh-huh um and just postural restoration in general I know mm-hmm. that Noel my colleague was on mm-hmm. working talking about the core and the diaphragm May 6th. um oh yes. okay yeah for the listeners <laughs> and um you know there's so much more that you could dive into about the PRI program mm-hmm. and uh you know that's really our our treatment uh approach and, and the framework that we that we use because um it really unwinds the body so as we kind of utilize all these other components that that's a beautiful one that mm-hmm. that we really really um that's a b- bread and butter almost yeah um oh off the top of my head what other treatments <laughs> I like the microcurrent idea. Yeah, the microcurrent is great. Anything about that, really? I don't think I've like, and I am a definite guinea pig. So the fact that I haven't tried it, maybe I don't know. What? How does it? Is that the mat you lie on? No. No. Uh, So similar to like the. you know, the the idea of microcurrent is not new, um, uh-huh. but frequency-specific microcurrent, essentially what it is, is it is supplying the body the inherent frequencies that it already resonates at, uh-huh. um, but when we have pain, dysfunction, uh, whatever it might be within the body, the body doesn't resonate at the frequency that it should. So when you use the device, it is it is technically under the FDA as a TENS device. It's very different from TENS. Oh, yeah, so it is subsensory. Right. You do not feel it, uh-huh. um, but it is still an electrical current. So it is applied to the, the body via um, like those pads um, or water mm-hmm. and essentially is, you know, resetting that tissue mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, its factory setting, what it, what it should be resonating mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. A and you can use oh, and and every tissue has a different frequency, and you can do so many different things. You know, you could reboot the frequency, you could reduce inflammation in there. You know, you you could do whatever you want. I have within any tissue. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've ex- I, I I have, and it's I, amazing for like post concussion. Mm. Um, oh my lord, I just yeah. you know. Yeah, we could talk about concussions, post concussion. Yes, that's, that's a really fun topic. I oh, mean, not yes. fun for me, not for other people. Um, and I'm interested in scarring mm. and what that does to the, uh, the, and maybe even like the whole process of surgery and getting put under mm. and stuff like that. Like what, what that really does to the energetic and the physical and the tissue and how long it really does take to heal. Because I'm, I'm, I'm very curious on that. Um, how long the, like a scar from a surgery holds on to that 
um, frequency, right? And that also plays a role in, you know, the toxicity levels in that person going into that surgery, their health habits before and after that Mm. surgery, their, you know, psycho-emotional thoughts going into the surgery, you know, mm-hmm. what, what surgery is it? Um, is it something that they are wanting mm-hmm. or this is, you know, is this a, you know, traumatic one that's like, oh man, you came off a ski lift and snapped your leg in half, <laughs> you yeah. know? So, you know, there, there are so many different components that even go into that healing process in general. Um, and that's really, you know, what we do. We deal yeah. with all those chronic crazy things where everything is breaking down and it's like, oh, where am I? You know, I am mm-hmm. so lost. And mm-hmm. that's really, we, we ground, we integrate you, we, we find your body again mm-hmm. and, uh, and ground you and then integrate your system. So that way you can walk away feeling like you and, mm-hmm. and having a wholeness within your body um, and being able to, you know, perceive things properly mm-hmm. and, and reduce the distortions around you. Um, when it, you know, on a, on a day to day and also through the healing process. Mm. And then two more questions. Mm. Uh, what, what's one phrase that you often use with your patients? Hmm. Well, that changes with everyone mm-hmm. because I appreciate that everybody has a different background. They have mm-hmm. a different level of education. They have been exposed to different things. So what I say to one person is going to totally work. But then that other person, if I say the same thing, they look at me and I got eight heads. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, part of the part of what you do as a physical therapist, I mean, and you, your work, you, uh, you work with so many different clients, right? Mm-hmm. The same way that you're going to have somebody facilitate a muscle is not the same for, mm-hmm. for Joe and Mary. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I guess I don't have, uh, a go-to saying Mm -hmm. other than, you know, wanting to find a complete exhale, um, you know, discharging, releasing, letting it go. Um, And actually, I guess the biggest one is giving your body the permission slip, giving yourself the permission to let things go. You probably say that a lot. Yeah, giving giving yourself permission (laughs) and and allowing it to happen. And I think that's the, the hardest part. You know, we hold on to the patterns that we have because they are comfortable and familiar, even if they cause us pain. And, um, you know, when you listen into those, it, it, it can be challenging to hear what, what is around you all the time. Um, so, so yeah, I guess giving yourself permission to release it and really let it, let it move through you and then let it ground so that that energy can be repurposed and, you know, sent back in out into the universe. So that way you can use it again. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, energy is never destroyed, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just moved, you know, it's not bad or good. It's just not in your greatest good giving mm-hmm. you, you know, the 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 energy the support moving you towards your goals it's it's yeah and then the last question no that was I I mean I wrote down the number of when you said that stuff because I think that's my highlight uh it was that was really beautiful um the last one is what have this is a big question really um do you have any takeaways from this recent pandemic and covid that you're learning about yourself or your practice? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I think the biggest takeaway is, you know, going inside Mm -hmm. and actually tuning in and, and what that, what that means to, Mm -hmm. to tune into yourself, Mm -hmm. to listen to yourself, because, you know, in this time we are consuming a lot, you know, we're consuming via social media, we're consuming, consuming the news, um, but also just the foods that we eat, you know, you're also consuming those. And, um, 
you yourself are processing them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on your system, we all process things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. So figuring out how you process things is mm-hmm. really important because funny, that will yeah. allow you to move through your life a little bit more fluidly. And if we have these distortions and and congestion around us, well, that is like moving through a swamp. Like that doesn't feel good. So when you're then consuming all these other things that you don't know how to digest and process, oh, that's when these energy fields get really full. And that's what we're seeing with, yeah, inflammation is up, pain is up, stress is up. Mm. You know, I need to get out of the house is up because you can't go inside because it doesn't feel comfortable. Mm. But then when you tune in and you listen – Wow. So for me, you know, challenging to tune in, you know, but then when you do and you sit and you have a moment of just stillness, that is when you start to to hear things. And you might not like what you hear, but then mm-hmm. there's tools for that. There's biofield tuning for that because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the negativity, right? It's not um it's not that it's bad. It's mm-hmm. just that it's not in your greatest good to feel that. Mm-hmm. So letting that release, letting that go. And for me during this time, you know, consuming you know, consuming all that everybody is, has been a challenge to to find where I ground within it mm-hmm. and how and what is important to me. So, you know, that that's connection and love. And one of the cool things connecting it to biofield tuning is, you know, there can be so much disconnect with the situation, how you feel about it. Do you want to wear a mask? Do you not want to wear a mask? You know, all the components can be very challenging and disconnecting. And you could have two people that absolutely love each other that have a opposing thought that that really splits them apart. And, you know, what we need now is connection. We need love. We need support. And the cool thing about biofield tuning is that you can be connected at a distance mm-hmm. that this that this is a loving treatment that can then can clear and connect you and ground you mm-hmm. so an appreciation and and just you know gratitude to the treatment itself the technique um and you know me really utilizing it for myself as a means to to ground during this you know really intense time yeah that's funny when you said consuming that was one of my things that i learned i um, I've been connecting with my lovely friend, Crystal, who was also the person I was talking to right before this, who sent me BioWell. And she does, she's an energy healer and a coach, nutrition side of um, healing. And she does this thing called uh, human design. Have you heard of this? I have. Okay. Well, I, I'm a generator. And I'm a projector. You are. (laughs) Poor you. Uh, No, just kidding. Um, I looked at like the projector one. I was like, I don't want that. (laughs) And um, the and I have a I'm a I'm a sacral generator. And she goes, do you enjoy your food? And I was like, oh, my God, I don't think I do. I think I just eat it. And she was like, do me a favor, because I I've been working on leaky gut for a while. Mm. And um, so everybody's involved, Dr. Sherry, Anka, <laughs> like <laughs> going down the list of our colleagues. And um, there's definitely like some jaw stuff in there that I wasn't chewing as well as I could have been. So that's obvious a digestion fail right there. You're not chewing your food. 
But beyond that, there was like another missing piece, you know, after the testing, after the, you know, shoveling my poop into a <laughs> into the mailbox. Um, it was awful. And then um, it, Crystal just goes, do you enjoy your, you know, and I, it was just like this huge light bulb. I was like, oh, I have to sit down and enjoy my food and actually be intentional about what I'm doing. And, you know, it just all these light bulbs went off as to, you know, you can choose to enjoy cooking and choose to enjoy your consumption and it changes the way your body actually uses that energy. Yes. And I was like, like, I, I mean, I'm st- clearly still blown away by this. <laughs> yes. And it was, yeah, so it's very similar um, uh, story there to what you're saying. Anyways, um, thank you so much for being here. I just thought this was, uh, I, I could ask, you know, more questions about this. and um, But... I would love to know if people can, how they can reach you. And again, repeat the uh, virtual options that you're offering and any last words. Sure. So um, we're at one-to-one physical therapy in Alexandria, Virginia. So we can kind of be found um, through a quick Google search there. Mm -hmm. I should know the tagline of our... Instagram and I do not. <laughs> well, it's um, one to one I think it's therapy. at one to one one spelled out to one spelled out. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's a little tricky yeah. um, in that sense. So, um, and then the you know the the group bioflatoonin that we do um, we do it twice a week right now, and uh, that's Wednesday mornings at eight a.m. and Thursday evenings at six p.m. And you just tune in from wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be outside listening from your phone. You can be on your bed or on a yoga mat wherever you choose to be. Wherever you find the most grounded within mm-hmm. yourself there. And um, and then we also have um, wellness sessions, mm-hmm. and we have uh, packages there to help um, reduce the price a little bit. So we have packages of three, packages of five, and during those you can choose to have just a tuning session, or mm-hmm. you can choose to you know uh, have the whole toolbox. And so meaning like more of a coaching environment. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, more of a coaching environment. Um, you know, a, a I mean, guidance. I know it's healing, but yeah, guidance. Yeah, a guided feedback system. Talking. Yeah. yeah, sure. Um, where you can have, you know, more exposure to the other really cool treatments that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, some of the breath work, some of the body work that we do, the, the PRI stuff. Um, and I guess closing statements mm-hmm. would be that, you know, biofield tuning can sound really weird. And it can sound almost like inconceivable in a way. Yeah, it sounds a little benign. It's like meh, like it, yeah, like it sounds a little vanilla, but it's definitely not. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, sound even music is yeah. used all the time to make you feel better, right? You mm-hmm. tune into a song because, wow, that's your jam. Or you yeah. tune into a song because, you know, that's the study mode and that helps you get there. And biofield tuning really provides a therapeutic dose of sound to help you heal where you are. You know, it, it matches and gives you exactly what you need in the healing process. It's not giving you too much to throw you into horrible detox mode, which then just starts the cycle back over. Ooh, you know, it's giving you that that yeah. therapeutic dose to, um, to, to really promote 
promote the healing process and, mm. and uh, you know, clear your field, allow you to feel a little lighter. And like I said, you can be as involved as you want. You can just feel good, feel in the flow, wake up having energy, you know, or you could dive in and really learn, go deep, figure out those areas within yourself that are congested and caught and really learn and, and, and go on that journey of conscious personal mastery. So um, it's a really cool tool just because there are so many different levels of involvement in that way. Yeah. So um, I hope you all tune in and yeah. uh, because it's beautiful. It's changed my life and I'm so grateful for it. I'm grateful to be here because, you know, for me, this is uh, probably the first time that I've had such an audience um, mm -hmm. to be able to share something that I'm actually really passionate about because yeah. it has changed my life mm -hmm. and I see it change the lives of my patients and progress them and get them to, you know, reach and achieve their goals and then progress that goal to a, a potential that they didn't even know that they had the ability to get to. Mm -hmm. So it really, it, it's, you know, when you are in tune, your potential is limitless. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's and pretty We're cool. living in a time where we get to choose these things, you know, having all this information is a, such a gift. It is not a curse. Like, we can choose to be limitless. And that's freaking amazing because no one in our lineage has had that choice. Unless we're, you know, unless we're, we're going down the alien, <laughs> you know, unless we're going down the past lives, you know, route. I had, I did have that written down, like past lives, question mark. Can we talk about that? That might be another podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Does the, does the fork pick up on that? Um, so there are, just like you inherit yeah. uh, things in your DNA, like, yeah. you know, different diseases can pop up. Um, you can inherit energetic patterns. So oh, yeah. there are areas within the field that ancestral influences sit. Um, yeah, you know, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, you, you, you can oh. feel those, those influences. And, um, you know, I like to think about that. I like to think about the, you know, where we all came from. You yeah. know, the tissues that everybody came from, you know, came from a small pool at yeah. some point going all the way back, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, the, it is interesting uh, to to assess <laughs> the connections there. But that could go into a whole other podcast there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah. Probably not this one either. Yeah. Out I don't of know. the scope of this, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, impact your fitness. <laughs> via past lives <laughs> <laughs> anyways alright thank you so much <laughs> thank you okay guys thank you so much for listening and being a part of that conversation if you have any questions about my experience with energy work or healing trauma and stagnant energy i am so down to talk about it you can reach me on instagram at jennifer underscore simone underscore schwartz and please join us for the home webinar virtual free webinar on upgrading your home exercise you can sign up at impactyourfitness.net and i so look forward to hearing from you on social media at thinkfitbefit underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Have a wonderful week.